Hi there, and welcome back to The A Word, Art House Jersey's podcast where we explore art with words. Now, if you've been following us of late, you'll have heard of Skipped and Big Ideas, our flagship project for 2021. It's a beautifully ambitious, immersive art exhibition on a scale never before seen in Jersey, taking place at the town church. The 20 art installations that you'll discover behind the church doors from Thursday the 14th of October all respond to some of the key issues affecting our society today. Sustainability, accessibility and identity. They've all been created by over 30 international and local artists who've been specially commissioned by Art House Jersey. Now, we're delighted to be hosting this exhibition in the St. Helier Town Church, which allows us to transform this sacred space in a way that's never been done before. Of course, the church has long been the home of society's big ideas. The very Reverend Mike Hurl has been the Dean of Jersey since September 2017 and is the Rector of St. Helier Town Church. I caught up with him for a chat about his passion for the arts, the history of the church itself, and the intersection between art and faith. Well, first of all, thank you very much for joining me today and doing this podcast with us for Art House Jersey. I know um, when I emailed you to ask if you would be up for doing this, you said that you're a big supporter of the arts because you have two children in the arts, um, one of which is actually contributing to this exhibition. Yes, so both my children are uh, professional musicians and uh, Sarah at the moment is doing a PhD in um, music and conservation, so using sound to engage the public in conservation conservation issues. Of course, that immediately speaks into the the, the big ideas um, installation with the whole sustainability thing. So Sarah will be doing a sound installation, I think, for the Pollinator Pavilion. And she's using a piece of music that she's written called Our Ancient um, Woods. And as part of her PhD, she went to Wildwood in Kent. And uh, while she was there, she recorded all the uh, noises of animals um, that they have there, which basically are representative of the animals that used to roam free in the United Kingdom, things like elk and wolves and things. And then she's created this extraordinary uh, sound installation, um, and that's going to be played um, during the big ideas. So, uh, you know, I think it's a wonderful thing. If, if you look at how uh, churches used to be used, the whole kind of medieval cathedral concept, uh, churches were the sort of focal point for communities. Markets took place there. And, you know, the hub of community activity was in the building. I mean, yes, it was used for worship. And one of the reasons we have communion rails at the front of church isn't so that the faithful could kneel there and have communion. It was to keep the animals out <laughs> because the church was used as a sort of marketplace and a hub for, for community activity. So it's long, hasn't it? It's long been the home of big ideas, not just in faith, but in politics and justice. And I suppose you don't get a bigger a bigger idea than faith either, do you really? Well, you're absolutely right. I, I think it's really exciting, actually. When 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 uh, it was the idea was first mooted, I thought, oh, absolutely. You know, the church there is is, is right in the centre of 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 the judicial world there with Royal Square across the road, the political world and, and the community and, and and retail and everything. So it, it sort of lends itself to being 
uh, at the centre of all those sort of spokes. So I'm really excited about the, the installation. I, I can't wait to see it. I really can't. Oh, we're excited too. Tell me a little bit about the building um, itself, the, the town church, because obviously it's, it's some way inland these days, isn't it? But there was a time when, when the front of that church was actually the shore and there were iron rings on the church where people could tie up their boats to, to come inside. Is that right? Have I, have I read that correctly? Absolutely right. I mean, the modern reclamation that we, that we see today uh, was re- repeated earlier on. So um, there were indeed rings on the church wall because the shoreline was just along Bond Street there and and people could tie up their boats. And I think like all um, ancient churches, over the centuries, bits have been added, bits have been taken away. There are several chapels. I think it's had seven galleries over the centuries that have come and gone. And we still have one there now, of course. Um, so it's a it's a church like any other church, which has has been a sort of living and breathing organism, really, which has uh, changed according to uh, the, the the people that have been uh, present in the building and and you know that particular culture of the time. I wanted to ask what art, if any, remained in the church today, because I, I understand in the in the sixteenth century some of the beautiful parts of the church were ripped out, not least the stained glass. Yeah, uh, yes, I don't think. I don't think all the stained glass was ripped out, but obviously uh, artwork uh, finds its focus in stained glass windows in any church, really. And in many churches, of course, they they tell the stories of the Bible because in the, in in days gone by, people were not literate, and so you know, visual art was a, a fairly critical thing for people. Um, so um, much of that artwork, as you say, um, was destroyed in the 16th century, but there, there, uh, there are um, some significant pieces of, of uh, um, stained glass window uh, which are, are worthy of seeing, not least in the St. Helier Chapel, where uh, a new piece of stained glass window was put in. I, I'm not quite sure when that went in. I think uh, earlier on in the early 2000s that went in. So, you know, art is present in church, but, you know, the whole engagement in art is present every Sunday at a place of worship. We engage in our ears, we engage in our eyes, our mouths, we even taste as we take communion. So the whole concept of engaging with the body uh, in, in, in what's around us in our environment is quite commonplace to us. Of course, because there is that, that musical element as well, isn't there? Indeed, yes, yeah, obviously uh, singing of hymns, although we've been denied that for some time when we were allowed to sing hymns again after COVID. Uh, I mean, people were in tears because they hadn't been able to engage in, in music of that kind for some significant time. Mm. In terms of, of art and its role within the church and how it helps people identify, do you think it's sometimes about sort of strengthening emotions that are connected to faith? So that's a really interesting question. I think we all know that, that, that art has the ability to heighten the emotion, to draw out of us um, your hidden depths, really. And, and certainly with two children who are musicians and being musical myself, I think music particularly... Uh, has an emotive quality that 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 takes us on a journey. I think, and, and and I think sacred music particularly has that ability to take us out of ourselves to see the bigger picture, just to see uh, uh, beyond ourselves. So I think art and faith. I mean, they've been inextricably linked since you know since time began. Really, uh, obviously, things like iconography, um, artwork has been significant. 
uh, in uh, helping people to be a, a focal point for their faith. There's been some magnificent pieces of artwork um, in churches. I don't need to go through those. Michelangelo's the, the sort of classic example, really. And I think, you know, that visual aspect in worship just helps us to engage the senses in, in looking out of ourselves in the numinous, in in. in uh, in what is God, who is God. And it's also about sort of creating connections and associations between what the viewer sees and what the viewer sensed might have happened during those those big biblical stories. Well, I think certainly uh, if you look at um, the east end of Town Church, for instance, there's a, a large stained glass window right at the front, which depicts the resurrection of Jesus. And obviously that's a, a huge focal point for Christians Easter Day, um, it, it, you know, is the the festival, the celebration um, that we join together in. And so I, I think, you know, however crude it is, or um, and what I mean by that is, you know, it's not connected with the culture of Jesus' time and it's not depicted in perhaps its original way, but in our culture, it still helps us to engage all our senses in imagining um, what life was like and imagining um, our encounter with God and, and our encounter with uh, the stories from the Bible, which, you know, still have that ability to to um, reach into people's hearts today. You mentioned a couple of minutes ago that you're musical yourself. Tell me a little bit about that. <laughs> well, for those viewers who aren't watching, behind me sits a piano accordion. So um, I, I'm uh, a piano accordion player, but you need to keep that really quiet, actually, Carrie, because it's really bad for the street cred. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so so I'm musical. My wife is musical as well. So um, music for us forms just an integral part of faith and life. I cannot imagine a world without music. Um, I think you've kind of answered this question, but something that I was going to ask you is, you know, why have you decided to run with Skipton Big Ideas and, and allow us to come and transform your church? Because, you know, we obviously we'd like to thank you and your congregation and your team for uh, allowing Art House Jersey to use this space in this way and encourage lots of the public to, to flow through the church. But um, why were you up for it? Well, I'd like to thank Skipton, actually, for, for, for funding a great deal of this. Uh, the reason I'm up for it is that the church is supposed to be, uh, it is the people's church, and literally town church is owned by the ratepayers of St. Helier. It's their building. Uh, and um, I think it's really important that people have the opportunity to come and see something of their building, sense something of the presence of God. And I think art just has that ability, not just to present itself, but to present its surroundings as well. Part of this exhibition is going to be the walls. Uh, I know we've got lighting going up onto the walls, and I think it's just an extraordinary opportunity for that fusion between uh, faith and community, faith and big ideas. I know you're looking at the key themes of uh, sustainability and accessibility and identity. Now, those are three issues that we as as the church and as and Christians are, are wrestling with at the moment. The whole, you know, climate change and, uh, and accessibility has been a very interesting conversation over the last 18 months with COVID. Uh, and of course, identity, you know, belonging, the church is all about belonging and what does that mean i think those are ideas that are really worth exploring and, and certainly one of the things i want to do is just to sit there and chat to people when they come into the exhibition so i just think this is a really 
extraordinary opportunity uh, for the church to open its doors into the community, for the community to come in, for us to see them and them to see us and, and enjoy this extraordinary artwork at the same time. Many thanks to our guest, the Dean of Jersey, the very Reverend Mike Curl there, talking about Skipton Big Ideas, which is due to take place at the St. Helier Town Church from the 14th of October. Thanks to the generous sponsorship of our partners, Skipton International, along with the support of the Jersey Community Foundation using funds from the Channel Islands Lottery, this exhibition is completely free entrance for the local community and visitors to Jersey alike. To learn more and to book your place, visit arthousejersey.je. This podcast was presented and produced by me, Carrie Cooper.